Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent bride Christy Montessi, who was married at the Wedding Pavilion and had her reception at Atlantic Dance Hall. And I wanted to have Christy on the show today because she had Disney's uninvited guests. And I thought you guys would be interested to hear how that works. If you haven't heard of them, the uninvited guests are a group, usually two, but you can get more of entertainers. They're Disney entertainers, and they basically pretend to crash your wedding. And it's a very interactive way to entertain your guests during the reception or the pre-reception. So I'm excited to have Christy share her story. Welcome, Christy. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm curious to know how you guys ended up getting married at Disney. I have been a Disney bread baby since I was born. It was always a family trip that we would take a few times a year. I live near Central Florida, so it wasn't it was never too far of a drive for us. My mother told me about Disney weddings. I believe I was around the age of seven. (laughs) Found out that you could get married there, and she always told me growing up that I could either marry someone that she and my father approved of, and I could have the wedding of my dreams. And if I didn't choose someone that they approve of and they would pay for counseling. So um, I wanted to choose someone that they approved of. And my dear husband, now husband, he just kind of didn't have a choice. (laughs) He was a really good sport about the whole thing. There's just never anything else that I ever considered. So that's interesting. How many guests came to your wedding? We had right around 120. Wow. Because you're local and most of them live nearby or? Yeah, we have a lot of friends and family that are local. We do ha- we did have some outside of Florida that came, but yeah, most of the guests that we had were from lived in the area, so. Okay. And so tell me a little bit about how you picked your ceremony and your reception locations. I wanted to have as standard a ceremony as I could, so the wedding pavilion was just kind of perfect and it's just so beautiful inside, you know, you don't really have to do too much decorating to it. And so that helped with our budget. And it accommodated our size number of guests. So that was just kind of a no-brainer for us. And then the way that we chose the reception hall was, again, if you ever are in the Atlantic Dance Hall, you can just see that you don't really have to spend too much on the decor. And so you can spend part of your budget elsewhere. So that's kind of why we chose those two locations. Interesting. Okay. And so how did you guys decide that you were going to add the uninvited guests to your cocktail hour? My mother had seen that they were an option and she looked into them and she brought it to my attention as entertainment to have. And so that was just kind of her, that we were going to have it. She wasn't going to budge on that. That's what she, that was something that going to be worked into the budget since she was paying for the wedding, which I didn't have. I didn't argue with her because I thought it was a great idea. 
And um, we, we really thought that our guests would kind of be able to interact and make the most of it with the uninvited guests. That's an interesting point because I think it does depend on the group that you have assembled. I think if you had a lot of really shy people or people who didn't have a sense of humor, they might wonder, who are these people and what are they doing at the wedding? Yeah, yeah. You definitely have to make sure that your guests can take being poked fun at and, you know, that they're going to not just kind of like stare and not really interact. And you got to make sure that your your guests are the kind that they're not afraid of the uninvited guests because they, they can't be in your face kind of was all part of the act. Interesting. How many did you have? We only paid for two and three showed up. So (laughs) we weren't going to say anything to our wedding planner then about it, but we got three for the price of two. That's interesting. And did they have different characters that they were portraying? We didn't really get to pick who. I actually honestly never asked, can I see someone's profile or can I see who you would have that I can select from? But we did ask for the mother of the bride from the Disney bridal shows that my mother and I had attended before and during planning while we were were planning the wedding. If anyone's been to a Disney bridal show in Florida, she's just a riot and she's hilarious. And so we asked her while we were there that we were going to have the uninvited guests. And she said, just say, you want the mother of the bride from the shows? They'll know exactly who you're talking about. And so she showed up and it was awesome to see her again. That's great. Did you have to do any prep work with the guests, like tell them certain people's names or what people were interested in, or did they just completely ad-lib the whole thing? No, we had to fill out a profile sheet, a little background story of my husband and I and how we met and just some things about the two of us, you know, that they could be able to pull from. And then we had to choose, I believe it was five to eight guests to give them. Just a quick background story of, you know, those guests' likes and dislikes and their hobbies and then a recent picture of them. So that way, to our guests, they wouldn't seem like they were uninvited because the whole thing is that they're not supposed to seem like they're party crashers. People are just kind of supposed to, you know, wonder and kind of think the whole time like, oh, well, maybe they do know them. And, you know, they're just maybe odd tourists or something like that. So that's, that's part of the whole charm of them. That's interesting. How long do they stay at the event? We could choose how long that they stayed. We mainly wanted them for the cocktail hour. So we asked them specifically just to be there for the cocktail hour, and then they would leave shortly thereafter because we wanted to make sure that if you've ever gone to a wedding and during the cocktail hour, that's mainly when the bride and groom are taking most of their pictures alone at the, you know, where the ceremony was. And so it's just, it just seems like it can just, just take forever and there's nothing to do. And so we really wanted to be aware of that and, make sure that we took our guests' time and we wanted to make sure that we considered them during the cocktail hour. Yeah, that's a good point because to me as a guest, I find the cocktail hour to be the most boring part of any wedding. And so that was really considerate of you guys to come up with some entertainment for your guests. Yeah, that was my mother's idea. And so we we really wanted to have make sure that they were they were well taken care of while my husband and I were off doing our, our thing so that way we could catch up with them. So you probably didn't catch much of their act because you were taking pictures, but of what you saw, can you tell my listeners, what stuff do they do? Because I think that's the biggest question is, okay, you have these people, but when they get there at your event, what do they do? Yeah, we didn't really get to see them until we got to the very end of the cocktail hour. So we just got a few pictures and they came and interacted with us a little bit. But they mainly go up to the couples or guests that you had 
put in your profile and they go and talk to them and they're very loud and very outspoken. And so they want to make a scene and kind of like draw attention to themselves. So that way, you know, people look at them and start interacting with them. And so when you name some of your guests, you need to make sure that they're also very outgoing and that they'll interact and they'll kind of like go along with, you know, the whole charade of the whole idea of the uninvited guests. And we actually did have one of my uncles, he was going to ask them to leave because he really believed that they were party crashers. And he was like, you know, they, they shouldn't be there. But my aunt, we had already told her before that, you know, that they were going to be there. And so she had to kind of tell him, no, 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 it's okay. It's just part of the charade. Just go with it. <laughs> so <laughs> it was kind of fun that they kind of, they fooled a few people. That's interesting. But it's still talked about by our guests more than six months later. And people, you know, still comments of how a good idea that was and how much fun that they were to, to have there. So would you recommend them to other brides who might be trying to think of some alternative entertainment options? I would highly recommend them if you're trying to find something to entertain your guests during the cocktail hour thing. You want to do something more than a band. You want to do something interactive and you don't necessarily want to do a character because, you know, you want to interact with that character. So you want to do something that's kind of just for your guests. It's a little treat just for them because, like I said, you don't really get to spend that much time with them yourselves during the cocktail hour because you're off taking your own pictures. So if I, we just saw it as a little treat for our for our guests. You know, we just wanted to make it a really good experience for them. That's great. And it sounds like they did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. No one, no one said anything bad. <laughs> <laughs> so talking more about your wedding, what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? I had quite a few. <laughs> I did private reveals to my dad, my brother, and my husband before the wedding. And so I have private pictures with just the three of them individually, and some of them are emotional. And so those are probably my favorite part. And some alone time that I got with my niece while we were getting ready, that was about the only time that she smiled in the pictures oh. <laughs> was when she was taking me in the room. And then afterwards, she just didn't want, want any more pictures. So, <laughs> And spending time with Richard at the Grand Floridian, he is just a doll. He's so adorable when he takes his brides for the day. And for listeners who aren't familiar with Richard, he's the greeter at the Grand Floridian, and he's this dear little old man, and he will carry a bride's train and kiss her hand, and it's sort of an institution. to You have to go see Richard on your wedding day. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It is a treat because he doesn't let anyone else touch your dress. He That's his job. That's what he is there for, and everybody in the Grand Floridian knows him when you're walking around, so... And then did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected on your wedding day? No, not so much the wedding day as the night before. A lot of things went wrong the night before, but nothing really the day of. Well, that's interesting. I guess if you're going to have to have it happen, better the day before than the day of. Yeah, yeah. I was. I got sick at the rehearsal dinner that we had at the Wilderness Lodge Whispering Canyon Cafe, and so I was sick all the way up until about 2.30 the next morning. So I, I saw my husband the day of before the ceremony, <laughs> but it wasn't bad luck. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and then was there any aspect of your wedding when you were planning that seemed like it was a big deal and then turned out not to be? When we were going through trying to pick out how to decorate the tables, we knew what kind of centerpieces we wanted. And then, you know, we had all of the options to decorate the tablecloths and the different napkins that you can use and the different things that you can decorate the chairs with. And so we kind of, when we went through, we picked out 
what we thought would be really nice and they just they're just a little more expensive than we thought we needed necessary in our budget it kind of put us over so we took them out and so you know when you look back at that kind of thing or you feel like your your guests might miss out on something and it's like they don't know that it was an option so what does it matter to them they're not going to remember the table linens at the end of the day they're going to talk about the food the entertainment and the cake and that's really what people still talk about to this day so I would I would suggest to not worry about <laughs> table linens <laughs> it's something to be worried about yeah, that's a, a good point because it sounds like your money was way better invested in the uninvited guests who people are still talking about and really sort of made the reception or the cocktail hour versus, like you say, table linens or chargers or something that they're not going to remember. Yeah, definitely. Put I would suggest put money into entertainment and photography because really at the end of the day, what you're left with is your photography and your videography, your memories and things like that. And we did have other entertainment besides the uninvited guests. We had the mariachi band. Because I'm I'm half Mexican, so that was something that my dad really wanted, and they were a lot of fun. But yeah, definitely entertainment and videography and photography; those are mine. Wow, that's great! So I love mariachis, and I've always been curious what it's like to have them at the wedding. So they played through the reception. Did they play for your first dance and do any announcing, or how did that work? They played during the cocktail hour for the guests, um, welcoming them to the Atlantic Dance Hall. They're on the boardwalk, so the guests saw them while they were coming in and then they could hear them while they were upstairs on the balcony outside and then they welcomed me and my um, husband and that was fun because we got to take some pictures and then they actually played throughout dinner up on the stage and I had picked out this gone through a whole playlist of what I wanted <laughs> to be played for dinner and then the money actually just decided to play during dinner for us so that was really great. That's cool and then for after dinner did they play for dancing or did you have a DJ for dancing? We used a DJ for dancing and they just played during dinner and then they, they left. Interesting. That's cool. So is there anything that you would have done differently knowing what you know now? <laughs> There's a lot of things, yeah. I would have had videography in my room while I was getting ready. I would have put my foot down about that because I only have pictures and I would have really liked to have someone there while my mother was lacing up you know, my dress or while I was getting my makeup done and just paid for a little more of pictures at the end to last a little longer, like maybe like an hour more than what it did. Oh, interesting. So did you have photography end like an hour before the end of the reception? Yeah, I believe so. It ended right up until the reception was over, but I wish he maybe would have followed us, you know, into our, where we were going to stay for the night or just something cute like that. And I do wish that I would have picked a different reception venue because when you're at the Atlantic Dance Hall you have to be out by 9 p.m. kind of like at a cutoff time so you can't really and you can't pay for extra time there because they have to close it down and turn it into a dance hall you know I felt like Cinderella like oh. <laughs> at 9 p.m. night and I'm gonna turn you know I'm just gonna be a wife I'm not gonna be a bride anymore but so yeah those were the two things that I would have um, definitely. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms? It's so true what people say. At the end of the day, you're married to the person that you want to be with, then that's really all that matters. And it doesn't matter that you were sick the night before, or it doesn't matter that, you know, that he smashed the cake into your face and you didn't want him to, or either you didn't get this picture, you know, that you had thought of and you forgot. But it's really, it's all about you're married to that person that you want to be with at the end of the day. That's true. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? 
the only place that I have them is on my Facebook. Well, maybe I can get some from you and put them in the slideshow that goes with this post on DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Oh, yeah, of course. Wonderful. Well, Christy, thank you so much for taking the time to share today. You've got great tips and a lot of really great information for anyone who wondered who the uninvited guests were and what they did. I think it's going to be really helpful. So thank you. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. Thank you so much. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at Passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com. <laughs>